This is the Russian dynamite Masha Slamovich. Becca here. This is not America's sweetheart Davian. It's Billy Starks and the super fly guy Trayvon Jordan. This is the fly side flyer Jalen Brandon. Hardcore princess Jules Malone. Hi there, this is the bubblegum princess Alexia Nicole. This is the Brazilian Wonder Woman Christy Jane. This is the baddest black belt Chennai Kai. This is Kid Bandit. The smash hit Joel Bateman. This is Robin Renegade. Cody Hawk. Brutal Bob Evans. And you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. Hi, I'm Mickey Marbult, and you're listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling With Entertainment, the only audio experience on the web today. The trusted choice for interviewing all your favorite wrestlers. Every Tuesday and Wednesday on YouTube, CastBox, sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. I am, of course, your host, James J, and it is a great day for wrestling, because we are wrestling with Mickey Mobolt. <laughs> Hi. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm pretty fine. Uh, it's... Uh... 10 p.m. my time, and uh, we're doing a podcast. And uh, where will the Bearded Bro be next event-wise? That is a very good question, uh, as I'm moving cities currently, and um, I haven't been uh, approached about any upcoming um, upcoming shows, except for Something in uh, hmm, possibly January with Freedom Pro Wrestling in Stockholm. Okay. And where can we yeah. find uh, you on social media as well? Alright. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, uh, you can find me at Mickey Morbult, uh, most places. M I C K E M O R B U L T. Uh, and merchandise. Uh, merchandise. Whenever, whenever available, I have the have it with me uh, at shows. Um, I'm looking to find a um, a, a good distributor uh, for when I uh, when I hit it big. Uh, if I if I want a a web shop or something, but okay. currently uh, my Kofi and. Um, uh, just uh, meeting me at shows, buying merch that that way. All right. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to go looking for any of the links to any of his social media. All of the links will be in the, uh, all of the links will be in the description of the video below, but on YouTube and Castbox. All right. Um, let's get into it. You work for Freedom Pro Wrestling. Can you tell us about your relationship with the company? Yes, I, well, it's, it's equal parts, um, like a wrestling union as well as a wrestling promotion. Um, it is run as a, uh, as a, um, essentially a, a club that does wrestling. Um, so I'm in, uh, I'm in the, I'm on the board, so to speak, but I, only in a, formal sense currently okay and so, uh, yeah. uh, it's joined with um, 
with the school um, ran by uh, uh, Marcus of Man, correct? Yes. Um, they they are not formally um, like associated with Freedom Pro, but I am uh, a student of Steel Tracks, uh, Steel Tracks uh, Performance Center in Stockholm as well. Okay. Um. Now, can you tell us about your bearded brother, uh, Magnus Morbold? Yeah, um, he's great. What, what would you like to know about him? Uh, just your relationship. Uh, currently a little strained. We haven't seen each other that much. I meet him at practices, and, um, and yeah, I think last time we hung out like for real for real was in uh, the summer sometime him and Dakota Duke came out and we hung out by the lake and yeah drank beer and had fun now uh, you did start as a tag team um, but it does yeah. seem like you two are kind of going separate ways in singles action would I be wrong in that? No, I don't think you would be wrong in that, uh, mostly because uh, of um, wrestling politics. I uh, don't wrestle in the same um, the same places as he does these days. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, can you tell us about your relationship with Dakota Duke? She was um, your manager. Oh, for a short while, yeah. Uh, officially, she's still the Bearded Brothers manager. Um, but these days, it looks more like she's um, managing and tag-teaming with uh, Magnus. So, that thems the breaks. Uh, I'm just happy when I get to be in the ring sometimes. Well, you did have um, a training video with... Um... Magnus, where Dakota was um, getting you two into shape. Can you tell us yeah. about that? It was a nice day. Uh, we went out to a horse farm where, um, where a ranch, I suppose it's called, uh, where Dakota hangs out sometimes and uh, did some lifting and uh, petted some horses and uh, shelled some shit, you know, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to be fair, I, I'd like to go back there. It's uh, it's very nice. Maybe not in the winter though. I did love that. You know, you were um, he was. Uh, I believe Magnus was struggling with the tire, and you had to tag in to help him flip <laughs> the tire. That's that's what tag teams do, man. That's <laughs> what tag teams do. Yeah. Teamwork. Yeah, makes the dream work. Now, um, you were actually able to wrestle um, Marcus of Man, who is, yes. you know, essentially taking the wrestling scene on his back, so to speak, by training all of the wrestlers, um, you know, making that scene, you know, bigger than it currently is. Um, so what is it, what was it, the experience like wrestling Marcus? It was very nice. Uh, he is a great wrestler, and I appreciate him a lot. The fact that he targeted my knees uh, weren't—it wasn't very nice of him, but 
I got the upper hand in the end. Um, he is not a large man, bigger than some, not me. Um, and his specific style of wrestling, um, it is something that I am not too adept in. The grappling and the the catches catch can, like um, um, like most wrestlers in um, in uh, in um, in the British Isles, he uh, he has a pretty specific style. Um, while in uh, while in Sweden we uh, wrestle a little bit more strong style, but we focus on. Um, we focus on some grappling uh, during tra during training at least, so it's fun. What it kind of mean to you to be in the ring with him, you know, knowing him be actually being your teacher um, and all of that? It means a lot that he uh, trusts, trusts me enough uh, to be in the ring with him. It's, uh, it's nice. Alright. Well, I think it's time for, uh, Mickey's Bizarre Adventure. You're a pro wrestler <laughs> that goes up and down the roads and weird, crazy, and bizarre things are bound to happen. Can you tell us a road story that fits that description? A road story that fits that description? Well, I... I've essentially only wrestled in um, in Stockholm um, these days. I meet a lot of people while in transit, um, as I don't have a car uh, and I don't drive uh, that much anymore. I ride the subway a lot, and uh, I meet meet fans after shows when I'm on my way home out into the wilderness of the north, and. Um, and uh, people are generally very nice. Not a lot of weird things happen. Not to me yet, at least. Not Come back yet. in a year and I'll, I'll have some road stories for you. <laughs> <laughs> you got yourself a deal. All right. All right. And now, um, can you tell us about having an over seven? day, 700th uh, day Norning Street on Duolingo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's up to 748 or 50 or something. Um, I, I'm learning uh, both Japanese and Finnish uh, for wrestling sake. Hmm. Uh, as I speak English pretty fluently. Um, because I can tell. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Th this would have been hard otherwise, uh, but I mean, English uh, English is uh, is the second language of most uh, Swedish students. Um, but yeah, I I learned Finnish because uh, we had a lot of Finnish people come over from to wrestle. Um, we have very very nice uh, ties with uh, both uh, FCF and Slam Wrestling. Um, as well as uh, as well as one of my other teachers, Alzink, is going to uh, going to Japan now, 
which is one of my one of my goals. Is it difficult learning two languages at the same time? Because I'm I've learned Japan some Japanese, and I can't imagine trying to learn a second language while learning that one. Well, it is difficult, and uh, I wouldn't say that I'm great at either of those languages yet. Um, but uh, if you do it enough, then uh, then there's a flow, and with uh, with Finnish, at least, it's the same uh, same characters, the same letters. Um, okay. They have a lot of Swedish loan words as well as they were a uh, well an occupied state for a while. Gengi Deska. Excuse me. Gengi Deska. Gengi Deska. Um, as I said, it's been a while since I spoke Japanese, <laughs> and uh, I I can recognize it, but I can't put it in uh, in context. Sorry. Fair enough. Right. Um, so, I mean, when you are going to slam wrestling, I imagine that your eyes would be on somebody like Starbuck, right? Uh, as I said, I'm I'm not going to slam wrestling anytime soon. Maybe FCF and uh, looking then I then I'd be looking for uh, for King Kong Carla um, or uh, or the monster over there. Okay. They're big dudes, uh, and I have some unfinished business with uh, Karla. Ah, so it's a revenge scheme. <laughs> no, I mean, he did... Let's see if I remember what it was. I think he... He body-slammed me while I was just trying to help. All right. So, uh, yeah. Unfinished business. <laughs> now, is there any... Uh, meaning behind your bear trap tattoo? Well, it's uh, it's so that I know which side to take the headlock on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I mean, on that same arm, I have uh, I have a bear tattoo as well, mm. and I have a third bear themed tattoo on my leg as well, which you might have seen in uh, in pictures. Um, it's uh, it's a running theme, uh, mostly because I'm uh, big and hairy, and uh, people correlate that with beerness. Bearness, I mean, sound like Alice. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that one, and I also noticed the pineapple tattoo as well. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is not a swinger thing. It's. Uh, because I like pineapples, though. <laughs> Has um, any of your tattoos have you know significant meaning to you? Yes, the the frog and the and the salamander on my ribs uh, they signify uh, two stages of my uh, life cycle, uh, of which there are three parts. The third part hasn't come yet for me. I need to uh, need to schedule an appointment and win on the lottery to uh, to be able to afford to make that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, the frog in this case, a um, an anthropomorphized frog 
uh, wearing a carrying a, um, a katana um, and cutting his hand open, um, signifies the the knight of swords, a young warrior being foolish and getting into something that he probably shouldn't get into, and the salamander um, wearing uh, wearing more formal clothes, cutting wheat with uh, his katana, signifying the Knight of Pentacles, a um, more reasonable, more seasoned knight uh, with the promise of prosperity. And the third part will be death, of course, signified possibly by a cat clad in white uh, playing a shamisen. But okay. we'll see where that where that appears in the future. Um, other than that tattoo, um, is there any ideas or um, for other tattoos? There are many tattoo ideas, but uh, I uh, recommend people follow me on Instagram for updates on that. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of uh, swords, um, you've had sword training, no? Yes, I uh, did HEMA practice for like six years, and I have not entirely given up on it. Uh, where I'm moving now, I might uh, get back into it uh, more uh, more as a formality, uh, get my, uh, get my uh, seniority status, and uh, maybe starting a, a fencing school of my own. Hmm, okay. That sounds, yeah. that sounds pretty cool. Something to do. Was sword training something you really wanted to do when you got into it? It was very fun to do. Uh, it was a great outlet for uh, my anger as a youth. And um, it was important for me to move. Uh, and I didn't want to play, uh, play land hockey or uh, football or... Or do, uh, I don't know, wrestling by then. Um, so I got into fencing. It was important. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, as everybody knows, you are, you know, the bearded brother. Um, mm -hmm. You do have a fantastic beard, if I do say so yeah. myself. Thank um, you. <laughs> can you tell us about the perfect... Uh, uh, Alright, so it starts out with a lack of racers, uh, a fear of uh, electric racers, uh, a specific genes that make you uh, go bald and grow hair everywhere else. Um, if you spill enough beer, it, uh, it will grow nice and long and thick. Uh, which is why it's only nice and long and thick around the mouth area and not on the cheeks. Uh, what more? Uh, wood smoke, uh, nice outdoors, uh, getting punched now and then. I think that uh, about sums it up. That being said, um, other than yourself, um... Who has the best beard in pro wrestling? 
The best beard in pro wrestling, uh, I think that honor goes to the late Brody Lee. Mm, okay. Maybe his brother, um, uh, Eric Rowan. Okay. Now, um, your uh, Dungeons and Dragons fan? I prefer to uh, play tabletop RPGs. RPGs, yes. Um, maybe not Dungeons and Dragons as my uh, front runner in that aspect. I am, uh, I'm a firm believer of uh, begging people to play other games. Okay. Well, I, uh, <laughs> I'm not entirely um, educated on other tabletop others than, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. main one. Um, but sure. can you tell us about your love of uh, tabletop games? I started playing RPGs, uh, or TTRPGs, uh, back in 2009, and I haven't stopped since then. Uh, so something is either going very right or very wrong, and uh, somebody should check on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now it's a uh, it's a point. The point of them uh, for me is to um, to escape reality and uh, explore ideas uh, that I don't have the means to explore in real life, which is uh, which is nice. It's good that uh, a couple of uh, couple of good friends, some pens, some paper, um, a couple of dice. It. Uh, it's good. You were actually. I highly uh, recommend it for people. You were actually a part of a podcast that streamed uh, your games, no? A lot of podcasts playing a lot of games. Okay. I've been uh, on. Let's see here. I've been on a Star Trek Adventures podcast. Uh, the Tenth Fleet. Uh, shout out to Tenth Fleet. Uh, I played in two or three games with um, with Mikey over on the um, uh, Vibe Tribe Productions. Yes. Uh, the D and D Vibe Tribe, uh, as well as oh, there's. There are more uh, <laughs> that I can't name right now. It's okay. Yeah. Are you currently in any uh, campaign? I play a little bit with uh, with the people at my home table, but uh, since uh, since I will be moving soon, then uh, it won't it won't be as easy to play with them. Uh, but whenever I'm in uh, Stockholm, I'm, I'll try to fit a game in. Okay. You mentioned Star Trek. Um, yep. Can you tell us about your love of Star Trek? Uh, my love of Star Trek started sometime in um, 2017 when I moved to Stockholm. Um, I uh, got into Voyager as a uh, as well, with a recommendation from a friend uh, who has seen most of it um, and fell in love that way. I walked all the way through that, and then DS9. Um, I think I think I watched TNG in conjunction with 
DS9. And then I started with Enterprise again, uh, but I didn't finish it. Uh, the original series is a little a little clunky for me, um, right? But the movies are great. What has been your favorite um, fleet crew? Uh, could you repeat the question? <laughs> oh, what's your favorite uh, crew? Um, crew. All right. Uh, I think it's the DS Nine crew. There's something about uh, about subverting uh, like um, a fascist state in order to liberate people. Okay. Yeah, and I I highly empathize with uh, the Bajoran people and their uh, freedom. All right. Maybe I'm uh, maybe my research took me too deep. Maybe I'm reading mm-hmm. too much into things. Um, Studio Ghibli fan? Yeah. Uh, I wonder where uh, where you got that idea, though. <laughs> well, like I said, I my de- my uh, my uh, research goes deep. Ah, fair. So, uh, tell us about your love of Studio Ghibli. Well, uh, like anyone uh, that likes both slice of life and uh, like advanced fantasy and a little bit of steampunk and stuff. Uh, Ghibli is where it's at. I am a uh, a little bit of a weeb with uh, with my like likings of uh, of anime and uh, I read a lot of manga in my in my youth. Oh yeah, yeah. But these days uh, I. I barely read. I mostly just watch things and listen. Was uh, what's your favorite Studio Ghibli movie? Uh, it's a tie between um, House Moving Castle and Porco Rosso. Ooh, definitely. Uh, House Moving Castle is definitely in my top three. Cool. Um, what other animes did you either read or watch? I used to read uh, One Piece way back when, uh, and uh, I watched a lot of both uh, Jinga Negareboshi Jin, uh, or Silver Fang, since it was uh, the first uh, anime to be dubbed into Swedish. Wow. Fun fact. Um, as well as Ruruni Kenshin. Or Samurai X, as many people know it. Okay. And how far did you get into One Piece? Because we're like at over a thousand chapters. <laughs> I think I read about 40 of them suckers. 40? Yeah, 40 of them uh, little blue books. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I have any left. I have to check. All right. Hmm. Now, um, you do a lot of uh, weightlifting, and yep. um, I always say that there's a difference between walking out and lifting weights. Um, there's something more to it for people. Um, what 
significance do you get out of um, lifting weights? I like lifting. Uh, it's a good place. Uh, the rules are very simple, essentially. Uh, everybody adheres to the same rules or should at least adhere to the same rules. And, um, well, it's, there's, uh, there's a very special thing about picking up like incredible amounts of iron, sometimes coated in plastic or rubber, but otherwise not. And it's, uh, it's freeing while also weighing you down, grounding you in the moment. It's, uh, it's convoluted and poetic and sweaty and smelly, but it's fun. I like it. Makes the voices go away. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, can you tell us about your love of karaoke? <laughs> My love for karaoke, uh, it comes from, uh, well, getting into wrestling as well as uh, um, going with a couple of uh, friends from my, uh, from my, uh, the bar that I frequent, essentially, uh, other regulars there. Um, and uh, I chose War Pigs as a, uh, as a good song, because I know the lyrics uh, for once. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Marcus of Man uh, sings uh, karaoke as well. We, uh, we actually, uh, after, a specific, uh, after a long night of drinking, uh, we ended up at his place and we sang, we sang old show tunes into the into the death of night i'm amazed that he didn't get evicted it was so fun well i think that's a good segue into the colossal question let's say uh -huh. you're making a movie about you every movie has a soundtrack what would be the first three songs on your movie soundtrack that's a very good question. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> what would it be? What would it be? Um, with risk of uh, outing myself as uh, as a terrible human being, uh, they're not my favorite band, but uh, I think um, one of the songs would be... Um, uh, I think it's, it only takes a fortnight to grow a decent beard by the beards. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, heavy Metal by Judas Priest. And um, oh, Footprints by Warning, uh, an English doom metal band. Okay. Which is probably my favorite band and my favorite song. Now that we got the soundtrack out of the way, we all know you uh, you get the soundtrack first, then you write the mm -hmm. script, 
And then you go to casting. Who plays yourself? And you can't say, um, and you can't say yourself because you are obligated to make a Stanley as cameo. Ah, you mean like that? (laughs) Well, as uh, as someone who took acting in uh, in high school, I would say myself, but uh, in this case, I would probably say. Well, it probably won't be a good movie, but I'd say The Rock. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get uh, it's either him or... Uh, <laughs> the Rock. Uh, I, I don't know about the, the Rock, actually. It seems more more like uh, more like um, a better fit for, uh, for Ken Sing's uh, biopic. Um, I mean, I... I... Yeah. The Rock's still a pretty good choice. Sure. <laughs> now, every movie has a supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Who would be three people in your movie significant to you in your story, and who would play them? Fair. Uh, I think Sylvester Stallone would be playing uh, would be playing um, Marcus and Man. Okay. Uh... More do we have? Um, uh, you caught me, uh, caught me drawing a blank here. Uh, this is a very hard question. <laughs> we could come back to it if you, uh, if you'd like. Sure, <laughs> let's do that. Okay. I believe you answered this question already, but um, I'm going to ask it anyway. Pineapple on pizza. What's your stance? I mean, as a, as a proud uh, Hawaiian pizza enjoyer, uh, I, I say yes. It is, uh, it is just a weird meme that people don't like fruit on their pizza. Oh no, there are some people that are very passionate about their disdain for pineapple on pizza. <laughs> Do you have their names? I just want to talk. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's uh, some people that just want to talk to you as well. <laughs> sure. Let's uh, let's make that a, uh, a nice rumble. Yeah, polite conversation. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's your spirit Pokemon? I wasn't a very big Pokemon fan back when, uh, but I did have have a uh, Lapras card that I really liked. Okay. Hmm. Now uh, we love the late great Tracy Smothers on the show. Do you know the acronym for Doug? T H U G. I do not. Sorry. T is for terrible. H is for hell, U is for ugly, and G is for jail. Because a dog can't spell. Fair. <laughs> we love the late, great Tracy Smothers. Trying to keep the memory alive on the show. I'll, uh, I'll give them a look. Now, uh, the weirdest question you'll be asked on a wrestling interview, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Would you ever consider wrestling a rock? Not Dwayne Johnson, not the country, 
an actual physical lie. As someone who has been known to want to headbutt, like, brick buildings, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past me. Okay. Well, just for context, there is this wrestler named Psycho Mike that wrestled in actual rock for over 15 minutes um, in a Tungsten Man match. That's an Iron Man oh. match that lasts for two weeks. Fair enough. Uh, I wouldn't do two weeks, but uh, <laughs> I would go an I quit match against The Rock, I think. Ooh, interesting. Have that the tape recorder like the rock and uh, the the other rock <laughs> and recording him say I quit. Fair enough. But um, did you find two more people to be your supporting cast? I don't think I did. Um, I'll uh, I'll have to answer on a postcard on that one. I think. Oh no, I mean you still. <laughs> You still have a, a great soundtrack, and you got The Rock and Sylvester Stallone in your movie, so it still sounds pretty good. And you could yeah. pre-order the tickets now. <laughs> <laughs> On a more serious note, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, hopefully I've uh, finished a tour of um, the British Isles uh, in that uh, time. Uh, but we'll see. Um, hopefully I can make a little bit more money than I do currently, uh, since, uh, since uh, I've only been active for like two years. So coming up on my seventh year as a wrestler, I think it's a good chance that I, I might have at least had a, a championship by then. And what is a match people should go out of their way to see that best shows off what you are all about? That's a good question. Uh, there aren't many of my matches available for people to see currently. Um, but I'll, I'll try to uh, put some, uh, some out there uh, in the future. Is there something we could maybe find now on YouTube? Oh, since I don't, uh, I don't YouTube myself all that much. Uh, go, uh, go watch uh, some um, some Freedom Pro matches, some Stockholm Wrestling matches. Even though I I don't work for them anymore. Uh, yeah. Okay. Support uh, support uh, the Swedish wrestling scene. All right. <laughs> and since we are nearing the conclusion of this interview, we are wrestling with the eight questions of the... <laughs> this is our speed round, our bonus round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready? Sure. I'm ready. Excluding yourself, greatest wrestler of all time. Uh Hmm. The man. Worst wrestler of all time. Logan Paul. 
your main eventing WrestleMania for the World Championship. Who is your opponent? Brock Lesnar. If you could come out to anyone's entrance music, past or present, who would it be? The Undertakers. Which version? Ooh, uh, the longest one. Uh, so the... Just the, the, the church bells. Yeah, the classic. Yeah. <laughs> Finish the sentence. K Fabe is... A waste of your time. We would have also accepted taste great on toast. <laughs> Squash. Vegetable or fruit? I think it's a vegetable. It is indeed a fruit. Interesting. It's uh, It has seeds, so tomato logic. But it grows on the ground. Uh, I mean, by the same logic, uh, then a cucumber is a fruit. So. Um, we'll, we're just sticking to, 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 to squash. We're not sure. getting into the whole uh, of fruit and vegetable watchment. I mean, we can be here all night, buddy. Exactly, <laughs> and that's why we're not getting into it. But you are a part of Squaw Squad, and that means a whole lot more. Alright, uh, New Japan wrestler Taichi, his ring here gets smaller every year, revealing more of himself to the world. My question what is the appropriate trunks to butt cheek ratio for Ringyo? Uh, as much as you can get away with. And as little as you can get away with. Alright. And the last question, the main event, the thing everybody wants to know. Have you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen. Not about Darby Allen, but I have met, have had many questions, many um, conversations about wrestling in supermarkets for some reason. And there's the correct answer. Hmm. And that will conclude this interview. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me. Thank you. Once again, where can we find all things uh, Mickey on uh, social media? At Mickey Marbled. It's out there. That's uh, X, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok? Yep. Alright, um, and you don't have to go looking for it. Um, all of the links to all his social media will be in the description of the video below, but on YouTube in the cast box. Uh, simply click the link and you have a link here uh, on whatever device you are on. You have no excuse. Give them a damn follow. <laughs> of course, Much appreciated. Of course, thank you for listening. If you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment. We're on YouTube and Taskbox. This was sponsored by Lake Energy and Pale One Coffee. Uh, join us tomorrow as we interview Alex Ace. Um... And join us every Tuesday and Wednesday for new incredible interviews. Follow the show at Wrestling with E, but on um, X, Instagram, and Thread. Follow me personally at JamesJ993. 
Okay, uh, when I say wrestling wit, you say entertainment, okay? All right. For our special guest, Mickey Mobile, Calico Yacht, Scooter Dust, I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling Wit. Entertainment. Hey, folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Enjoy the show. Support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.